Pilchas Tumas Teras Perikidalif. One second. Yeah. Right. Same, same concept. Pelach Perikidalif. The today's parak discusses this topic of purifying the mitzvah. Pelach Aleph. Mitzvah say, excuse me, Tarsim Mitzvah Mitzvah say, the purification process of a Mitzvah after he's been, after he's been confirmed as a Mitzvah, the Simantoma, and then the Tras goes away, and the, tar- the Koyan says, now your Tras goes away, you're Tahar, meaning you're, not you're Tahar yet, he, he means that he has the potential to become Tahar, it's a Mitzvah say, go through the process. They take Allah, Mitzvah say, and the shaving he must do, particularly the second one, especially, there's two we'll see, we go part, is its own Mitzvah say. What's the procedure? To purifying the Mitzvah, maybe Mizrak Shel Cheres Chadish, you have to bring a, uh, contain, a, a jug of some kind of earthenware. It has to be brand new. Can't be used. Must be new, never used. He has to put in there a reviews of water, and Dafka water, which is spring water, not, not tap water or rain water. The kind of water that you could theoretically use to put ash of the paraduma on them. That same type of spring water. The shear is empty safe, and the fact that it must be revealed, not less, is the rabbonon. Maybe states upon him, you have to bring two birds that are derer. Derer means wild. But he says actually that uh, many people say this is a sparrow. So that's not a wild bird, dafka a sparrow. Okay. To hear this must be pure. So the Pashim Chandra is any wild kosher bird. You know, but here he's saying Dafka Sparrow. L'shem Tarasam You have to buy it or you have to capture it. L'shem, the purpose of being Metahar Taras. Doesn't have to be a person, it could be a house, but it has to be acquired from the purchase, the seller from the wild for the purpose of Taras purification. Shemard says, You must take it for the purpose of the person or the thing, the house being purified. So that means you cannot go into a store. Correct. Uh, no, so you could, because that's called Lakicha. Lachar, you could. As long as you're doing it, the, the person who does it takes it for this purpose. And even though we still see they have to be the same, ideally, but uh, as best as you can, clarify which is the more healthy, robust of the two, and you shech that one. You shech it over the water in this earthenware keli. You squeeze out the blood. If it doesn't happen by itself, you squeeze the blood. Dafka squeeze it. So there should be enough blood in the water. You can tell it's been reddened by the blood. Then you dig a, a grave and you bury the bird in front of the Mitzayda. Again, this is Allah, you have to bury the bird in front of the Mitzayda. Then you take a piece of cedar wood. It should be a one amma. And the thickness should be one quarter of an average bedpost, which is a very specific shear in times of the, of the Gemara, in times of the Rambam. I'm not sure exactly what, what thick that was. Whatever it is, a quarter of that. So an am along and a quarter of that. Then you take cedar, excuse me, hyssop, right? The kind we have on the cover of the, the Shanzal Rambam. That hyssop has no qualifying term. It's just called Ezev. Excuse me. As we said, they should be at least tefach long. A piece of wool that's 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 dyed red using what the Rambam holds is those red berries that look like, look like carob seeds. And that wool should be the weight of a shekel, which is like uh, 20 grams. If you this dye, this red dye used to dye the wool, if Tom, if you tasted it, meaning if you sampled it, meaning if you ever used this dye for anything else, solid puzzle, like the lochas about tcheles, the tcheles dye, if you ever dip anything else into it except for tzitzis, even if you're doing it for the purposes of sampling it to see if it's good, tcheles, 
apostle it. So here also, this 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 uh, this uh, keli has to have red dye that was never used for anything else. Nothing else was ever dipped into it. All these different shurim we said so far, the amounts and the quantities are all with these two you take the one bird which you do, the second bird which you did not shecht and these four you can't just like you can't have just three out of the four you have all four the hyssop the cedar the wool and the bird the eight if you peeled the cedar wood or the or the uh, hyssop it's possible you have to you have to bind the, the cedar with the hyssop together in a bundle using the wool so it's like a, like like a, right? you have these three together bound and then you have the bird by itself now he says he calls with the red the red uh, tongue of wool he means the same thing what we called before the shnit telas here he calls it but it's the same thing you put next to them in other words, you put the bird next to it, the tips of the bird's wings. The tips of its tail shall see the live bird. No, that's not to hold it next to it. hold in a way that, that this part of the animal is next to this collection of things. And then you dip all four of them into the keili with the blood that's in the keili. In other words, the blood in the water. Um... Yeah, then you sprinkle yeah, then these four things together the bird and these three things are now wet from the water that's been bloodied you spritz the water from them on the back of the hand of the Mitzvah doesn't say which hand it's not on the right one could be either one then you take the live bird still alive it's just wet but it's alive I guess you let it dry off its wings so it can fly and you send it away um, how do you send it away? That's an excellent question. You're not, you're not going to believe this, but the Ram is going to talk about it in just a second. Because the same way he knows, because I looked ahead. The case of how do you send it away? You stand in the city. You send it outside the wall of the city. Now, you remember the material has to be outside the walls of the city. If it's a walled city near it's a the material has to be outside the city. But the thing is, is that this guy loved off and lived in such a city. So what does Rama mean that you have to stand in the city and send it outside the walls of the city? Kobit Rama is telling us that basically every Mitzayda, whenever it comes to Mitzayda, you have to stand at the edge of whatever is considered the Tchum of the city. If there's no wall, there's no wall. But you stand, you stand at the edge of the city, edge of the Tchum. You send the bird away to the area outside the city. Okay. But you don't turn your face to the ocean, to the city, to the Midbar. In other words, depending on where it's where it's so you are, either to the west is the Mediterranean, to the east is called, called the Midbar, and Leir is the city you're from. So again, I'm not that sure what the logistics are over here. You're supposed to. St- it doesn't say which side of the city to stand on: north, south, east, west. Whichever direction you are, it's supposed to be dafket to like to what he calls the Sada. Okay, you send it out to the sea towards the field, not towards like an area where there's, where there's water, if you're near the Mediterranean or the, or the, or the Yam Malach, nor towards the desert, to what's called the Sada. Okay, you send it away and it comes back, right? Listen, this bird that got not to know you, now it doesn't want to go away. Yeah, mom, you followed me home. Again, I feel may pump even hundred times. This is a halacha that we have to send it away. And and the before say once it reaches the sod, if it comes back, once it reaches the sod, it's been sent away. The fact that it comes back after that, that's not a problem. So as long as it reaches what's called the sod, again, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't clarify over here what's the what's the sod exactly, but whatever area that is, once it reaches there, then you do what you gotta do. You've done your part. It's still in the middle of the first one. 
Afterwards, now the bird has been sent away. You spritz the back of his. Excuse me. You spritz the back of his. You, you dip them in. Spritz the back of his hand. Send the bird away. What you do with these three? The, 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 the cedar hyssop and wool it doesn't say. It just just goes to shemis. Mustama could be you could save it for next mitzvah. I don't know. Next thing you got to do is over here it has to be a koyin dafka. He shaves the mitzvah. How does he shave him? He has to pass a razor over all his visible skin. Even his arm, underarms and his pubic area. Over here, there's no chilek between a woman and a man over here. This is a, a, all the halachas of tzeras apply to men and women the same, with the exception of certain things we'll say soon. The Rambam is not mechalik over here. Where to check on a woman? Two days ago, we said that. One second. Uh, one second. The Rambam is not mechalik. So one second. How does he shave him? Megalchay means him, but it, it means the Metzeder. You pass a razor over the entire flesh of the visible area of the Metzeder. Even if you even the underarms and the base erva, which we say sometimes regarding Taras, I'm not, not, not considered. Here they are considered. The hair of the entire body. Till the person becomes smooth like a gourd. It says, all his, all his hair. If that's the case, why does the Pasuk specify his head, his beard, and his eyebrows? If it doesn't mean his, those areas, means his entire body. The Rabbah is called meant to tell you any area like them that's collected. But not the area that's not visible inside the, area, the hair inside the nose. If you're in here, it's not considered visible. Excuse the Gemara actually says, this is a klalu prat. A klalu prat to klalu, excuse me, I think it is. Because it says his hair, all his hair, then it says these areas, then it, and the Gemara says that, 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 that any area which is collected, like the, the beard, the eyebrows, the head, is also shaved. What, did, what didn't the Pasuk mention that's including the pubic area? And then the Gemara says that's the Pasuk, that's how you learn the Pasuk Metadrush. Halach mm-hmm. Sinai, that you shave the entire skin, not just the, not just the collection areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the Gemara says in Sayyid, if I recall. Akaponim ve'achem chabiz, we got to the table, then afterwards the Koyin, the, excuse me, the Metzayra, who's been tummy this entire time, Hey, he, he, he puts his clothing in the mikvah and he tables himself. The yitam latame. Now, why is he tables his clothing? I'm not sure. I'll tell you why I'm not sure in a second. The yitam latame meviyom latame mishkov meishav. Once he did this whole procedure, went to the mikvah, he now has the status of a tzul yayim. He no longer has the chumrah of someone who makes everything in the house tummy by walking into it, nor is he tame metame things by virtue of sitting on them. Like he sits on, sits on a chair, he's wearing clothing, he doesn't touch the chair, but it's the chair's tummy because it bears his weight. Mm-hmm. Till now, now he sits on the chair, it's not tummy. Uh, and he's also allowed to go inside the, a walled city, which till now he could not do. Good, so that's, that's his status now. Now, is he completely tar? No. He, just, he has the, the chumas of, of tummah, these chumas fall away. He counts seven days. What is he doing at the end of seven days? We'll see in a second. He has to count seven days. During these seven days, he has a new chumr he didn't have before. He's not allowed to be with his wife. Shem Rad says, outside of his tent. He has to be outside of his tent during these seven days. It's an expression outside of his tent means he can't be with his wife. Now, you ask about a woman. A female mitzvah doesn't have this din during the seven days. She could be with her husband. No chilek between before and afterwards. But the other details of this halacha, Ram is not machalak to a woman and a man. What is his statue? What is 
Well, he's, well, he's basically a full means he's Tame, like a full yom. Like he says, Allah Habayis, he says now, call Shivas Yom Me'elu. These seven days. He can't stay, he can't stay in his home? No, it's, just a, it's, a, it's an expression. Staying outside of his home means an expression not being with his wife. Doesn't mean he can't be in the, in the roof of this house. Call Shivas Yom Me'elu Avatuma during these seven days. He still has the of the Avatuma. Even though we said he's not as Tame as before, but he's still technically, technically he's an Av. And therefore, Matame Ba'adam Mikhail Maga, if he touches people, or touches Kalim, therefore the din is the uh, he, the Tommy as a Rishon. He's an Av, they become Rishon. Lodamas, however, the fact that he lies in the bed without touching it, and it bears his weight, or he bears the weight of something else, that doesn't happen. That's no longer the case once he goes to the mikvah. On the seventh day, he should launder his clothing, put his clothing in the mikvah, and they, and, and they become tar. Which means during the seven days, he's still Matam Gadam. So, why did Adam tell us in the previous halacha? They put his clothing in the mikvah. I'm not sure. Could be, could be that because if he's bearing the weight of his clothing, so he's, a, he's considered an av, and the clothing is an av. So, uh, but no, that wouldn't make any sense. When you take the clothing off, it's no longer, it's no longer an av. It's only a mission. So I'm not sure why in the previous halacha, what's the point of putting the clothing in the mikvah? Yeah, doesn't mean do your laundry. It means yeah, it means table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Kashem Shahaya. There's something very simple that I'm missing. I don't know where it is. Okay. I'm sure next week's Pasha we'll learn about it in Pasha Ten Bitsaida. Okay. Um when he is home he 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 makes everything uh tummy for his wife. I'm sorry? When he's home. If he touches it, he's tummy. He's like he's like a person who went to the basic forest. That's all. Fine. His clothing is is a rishon because he's an av. If he, if he touches it, yeah, he touches it. It's 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 an av. Yeah, like like a shirt like this, lavdaf touches his skin if he's wearing a long undershirt. So be not. But the point is that he, any, anything he touches is a rishon. On the seventh day, the kohen shaves his whole body again. Obviously, the hair is not very long. It's only one week, but he shaves his entire body again. And he, and he puts his clothing in the mikvah, and he tevils. And this this time, because he tevils, he puts the clothing back on. He's no he's no longer tame. He's not an av anymore. He um, uh, so, so 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 therefore it makes sense. He puts his clothing in the mikvah, and therefore he, when, he, when he touches it, it's not tame anymore because he tevils himself. So he tables his clothing, but he tables himself. And he comes tar from the possibility of being tar from the people. He's no longer an av. What did I say before? He said, it's full yeah, I made a mistake. No. When he tables the first time, I know the first week, he just goes from being a severe tumor to a less severe tumor. But he's still an av. This after the second shaving at the end of, at the, end, at the, end of the week, then he goes to the mikvah, now he's a full yim. And therefore, he's basically what he basically considered the shame of the tumor. He touches food, it's not tummy. Because he's himself a shani, he, he, he can't make food into a shani unless it's trimmer, let's say. But he's like a regular tzvulyim. Any person, let's say, for example, touches a dead behemoth, goes to the mikvah, and the tower is complete by nightfall. Until nightfall, he's tzvulyim. He's allowed to eat meiser shani. Once, one second. Once the sun sets. One second, please. One second, please. Once the sun sets, then Not only could he eat Masheshani, he's even a higher level of tahar. He can even eat truma. However, he can no longer. But he cannot yet eat kachim. There's a mikdash. Hey, Once he brings a kavanas, we'll describe in the future prakim. He can even eat kachim. Question: Beyond as we said, so that's the stages. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's your question? Before he goes to mikvah, after he goes to mikvah, what is the statue of his position in tumah? That's exactly what we just said. That before he goes to the mikvah, he's tameh, he's an av. After going to the mikvah, he's a tefillah. 
before yet unless it's truma correct Gimel. And when you shave these two shavings, a week apart, right? Must be done with a razor. Can't use anything else. If he doesn't do it with a razor, or he does it with a razor, he missed two hairs, visible hairs. Doesn't count. And a person doing the shaving on him must be a coin. Looking at the saras, it could be a rav, and the coin, but coin has to pass it. But the shaving must be a male coin. Who's an adult? If he missed two hairs the first time and he did the second shaving correctly, the first one didn't count. She only did one shaving. He's considered like this first one. This whole process could be done any time during the day from sunrise to sunset. Dalit. Tell me the gears you have by you. Dalit. What's the next word? Okay. So that gives us a little, a little problematic, I think. Um, because it's very puzzling what the Ramam, why that would be the case. Because the they are ma'akiv. In other words, the fact that he shaved, so the Ramam is saying that the shaving of the Metzayda, going to the mikvah, and sprinkling this special water with the blood of the bird on the back of his hand, are not ma'akiv each other. Each one has validity by, by themselves. What uh, the, say this footnote, 39. What happens if he didn't do it to get to Galiyah a second time? What happens? Yeah. So, right. So, so the chayyim the gears are supposed to be the gachas and shemitzvahs of azaz say ma'akvin zuazu. If you you have to shave, you have to do the mikvah, you have to spray the bird in the back of his hand. All three by themselves is nothing. Shalkom ma'asev is supposed to say over here the chayyim ma'akvin. What happens if second time? One second. The shalkom ma'asev ain't ma'akvin. The other ma'asim let me finish the halacha. The other ma'asim are not ma'akvin. In other words, for example, if the the, the um, um, let's say for example the uh, what's another example? Another ma'asev. Um, yeah. But everything else is ma'akim. Right. So, so the things related to the body is ma'akim. He says you're shechting the, the, Yeah, but the thing is, like, what would be an example of shar that's not ma'akim? It gives examples. Sending the bird away. Yeah, yeah, sending the bird away. Right, that's a good example. It's a mitzvah sending the bird away. It's not his body. Oh, right. But keep us from God. It's not really a chiyuv. It's just saying that he has the ability now to his clothing. But yeah. Saying the bird away is the best example. There's a mitzvah in the bird away. But if you don't do that, then the guy is still taller. It's just you do what he's supposed to do. Okay. Mashenki, if you don't sprinkle, sprinkle the water in the back of his hand, that's ma'akiv. Yeah, same Muslim song. That's the chayyah supposed to be proper girsa. Okay. So what was your question, sorry? Okay. Shechting the bird. And shaving. Bahazoya and sprinkling the water on the back of his hand. But yeah, it must be during the daytime. Shakamasa, everything else. Baby Milak could be even done at nighttime. Right? Send away the bird. Be at nighttime. Elubah Nashim, these three the three things, the three the big three. Shaking the bird. Uh, and and having the water uh, sprinkling and squeezing the blood into the water, shaving the matzera those two times, has, and, and sprinkling the, sprinkling the water on the back of his hand must be done by a, a, a male who's a kayan. Everything else, that's if a, if a non kayan or woman sends away the bird, that counts. They must be done by a male kayan. Could be a, done by a kayan or Yisrael. So a kayan male must do the first three. Other things done by a female Yisraelis. Yeah, I'll send away the bird for example. Yeah, because send away the bird. Okay, Vav. No, that not. Teglach has to be said. A male client. Vav, yeah, exactly. Throw away his Yetzirah. What's haste? 
Oh, for a female, yeah. Lav Dafka is always a Yitzhar, you should know. I'm just saying, it's like, okay, Vav. I'm saying this is like a other, okay. Taras Metzerina is not a very simple Yitzhar, it's because this din of Taras Metzerina is no yeg in Eretz Yisrael and Alex for Eretz Yisrael. And also, whether that's a base of Migdash, the Amam Pirish Mishnayis apparently being from the Sifri, it says Tarfin, who was well after the Khurban, was from Tarim Tzayda. That means he existed even in Bizman Ashas. He was a Tana, but yeah. The same kind of Paskin, he's Tameh Mukhlat, is Mitzvah, he should do the whole Tarish. It says, the Tarah of Tameh, Mitzvah, it's be the same person. He should. Yes. One second. Everyone's kosher. If you purify the Mitzvah, the point that meaning any male Kayin, even if he himself is Tameh for something else. As long as not a tummy to a stress, even though he himself says of, he himself says to my mace, the, the Korean, let's say, for example, went to Bessak Forest by accident, he could still do the procedure. What is it, though? The type of tumor, because it's going to be a discharge. The A Matsuya, Matar, Matsuya, however, he can't be Matsuya himself. And the Korean himself is Matsuya. Zeishwai, ain't the Chavash Matia. A Matarnish name, Matsuya, and Kaachas, you cannot be Matar two Matsuya together. You have to put them, have them put their hands next to each other, and in one shot, you're going to Matar them. She ain't Oish Mitzvah, you're not supposed to make Mitzvahs burdensome. Zion. What was your question? Sorry. A coin could be mitzvah as well. Yeah. Zion. Eitz eres the cedar wood. The eitz in the hyssop. She ate the last in the wool. She tear behem mitzvah zeh. Oh, before I ask, what do you what do you do with them? You use it for the mitzvah this mitzvah. Mitzvah be mitzvah mechem. You can be for next mitzvah. Put it in put it in, the, in this mitzvah box. Yeah. Use, use it use it for next one. The chayin tipur shemesh lachas with the tarab mitzvah mechem. And it's bird you sent away when it reaches the field. You can recycle it. Use it for the next mitzvah. Once it's been sent away, so once you did the mitzvah with it, you can recycle it. It's also with the You don't say that it's also ba'chila. It's a, it's um, um, yeah, it's a regular bird. However, despite the fact it was a kosher shchita, not only can't eat it, it's bahana. You can't have any hana from it. What moment do we say now it's also bahana? Once you shecht it, taking it, buying it, bringing it, doesn't it's not also Once you shecht it. That's when the Isra Hanal starts. Shachta, if you shechted. You to use the bread for another mitzvah? Yeah. The bread you fly there, you So if you, if you go catch it again. Shachta, that's a practical... You know, so if you come back in 100 times... Well, once it reaches the field, we said, that's because like, it's been sent away. Now you go catch it again if you want and use it again. Shachta, if you shechted it, but, but, but uh, there's no cedar, there's no cedar, or there's no hyssop or, or cedar, or wool... So no, you're supposed, maybe you're supposed to have the, 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 all these three things available when you shecht it. Um, so you, therefore you can't use it to do the tahara or The bird is also bahana anyways, even though you can't use the bird now, because remember you have to you have to you have to have you have to have it in the water. And I guess the virgin when b'shash you shecht, you already have to have the 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 hyssop and the cedar and the bull there. Apparently it's mashma. If someone's going to bring it there an hour from now, it's not it doesn't count. Okay, so for whatever reason you can't, you can't use it. Shechita, shechita, it's still also bahana because the shechita which is disqualified, not because the shechita was no good. Shechita is good, but it's an external factor preventing you from using the shechita. It's still considered a shechita, and therefore it's become also bahana. In, in Allah, Allah, we said that if you didn't have them ready at the time of shechita, it wasn't a shechita. We said that? Yeah. Really? I don't remember that. Meaning it's implied, not said directly. Oh, he's saying the means you have to have all them designated. 
Right. If a person eats a kazayas from this bird, now, if, what if he had no, but he didn't actually eat? I'm not sure. Shemrat says, the, the Pasuk says, by kosher birds, he is not allowed to eat. And the Pasuk in, in Parsha Shmini, uh, Parsha, uh, no, where is it? You had it already? Kosher birds in the Baikra? Wherever it is. Okay, wherever it is. Oh, Shmir, Shmir. All the, right, yes. All the trade for birds are terrorists. So, that includes a kosher sparrow that was shechel from a tzayr. That's also not allowed to be eaten. says, like you, you could eat taher birds. Don't eat non taher birds. Which, which includes this one. Which is referred from Asay, is an Asay. Now, if that's the case, why do we dash into Asa Bahana? I guess that must be Allah Sinai. But it's very clear from the Pasuk that we be dash the Lishachim Ham, don't eat them. But we're saying over here, it's also Asa Bahana. Ches. These two birds, for this purpose, should not be taken from a city that the whole city worships of the Zara. It has to be destroyed. Nor if you purchase a Zara with them as the bartering. Or a bird which killed someone. Let's say a bird pecked the head of a baby and killed it. The Allah is you have to kill the bird. Stone it, right? Famous example is an ox gores a person, but any animal it applies to, and therefore it's also bahana. You shouldn't use it for these three things. Also bahana. If it's Zara, you're a Dachas, or. Um, uh, if it uh, if it killed someone, mitzvahsin sheyush tein shavas b'mara. Ideally, they're supposed to be equal. The lakeima, the height, the dumb in price, the kachas gachas, buy them at once. But still, we said before, if you should, you should one of them should be discernible as better than the other. Do your best to figure out which one is better. That's the one you shecht. We said you shecht the better one. Afapish enu shavas even if they're not equal. Ashlokach achas hayem achas amacha. You took one today, one tomorrow. Kishera is their kasha. Lagach states upon mishem ish. If you took two birds. For a man, you can use it for a different material, even a woman material. The you took it for a woman, it's for a man. The Tara Ben you took it for the purpose of being a Tara bias, we'll learn a house, gets Saras, and the procedure of sprinkling is the exact same thing basically, except they don't, the house doesn't have hands, so you spritz it on the house itself. If it's for reverse, it's true as well. You took it for a person, you can use it for a house. Shemrat says, you take it for the person of Tara. So, in other words, as long as the birds were captured or purchased for the purpose of Tara Saras, they're kosher for any mitzvah, male or female, or for any house. Yeah. Test. You shechted one of them. You realize one second. This isn't a sparrow. This is a chicken. You take a second one for the other one. The first one that you shechted, go 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 eat it. If you shechted, then you realize it's a trefer. It was it had an injury in its, in its windpipe. Wouldn't live for a year. But then again, the same thing. Take a, a, a partner for the second one. And the first one is trey. You can't eat it, but you can you be benefit from it. The purpose is the point is that it's a, it's a toss. It's not considered a proper bird. Yud. If before you sprinkle on the material's hand, I think it's dumped out. What do you do now? The one you sent away, so now you checked the bird, sprinkled the, the blood in the water. Now you have to dip all four of them into the water and sprinkle on the material's back of his hand. Then you're supposed to afterwards send the bird away. Before you had a chance to dip it into the water, the whole thing poured off. Now what do you do? Poured out. The water poured out. So you can't be with Tyrim anymore. So the second bird now can't be used because it was it, its partner was shechted. So therefore, she put the live one in a, in a room, lock the door, leave it there till it dies like that you lose and find afterwards, right? What if the one you send away dies? Then you shove. So now, one second, I can't send it away. You shove and you, you didn't yet sprinkle the, the, the water on the hand of the material. You didn't dip it in yet. You didn't sprinkle it on his hand. So now, 
if you already sprinkled dip on his hand, the fact that the bird dies, not a problem. You did your part. And sending away the bird is not my active, we said. But before you bechlal dipped them in the water, that's when the other one died. So now you shove a chadam, you have to pour out the um, pour out the, the water. The bird you shecht is garnished vet because its partner passed away. You have to take a whole new set of birds, do the whole procedure from the beginning again.